Hello, friends. Welcome to a, another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about hurry sickness. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. Uh, I'd first like to welcome you to the first mini podcast that I am producing for you all. This is a podcast that is usually less than 20 minutes, and uh, I hope you all enjoy it. So, first of all, let's talk about this topic. My question is, are you always in a rush? Maybe it's time urgency. Excessive time urgency is a classic component of a type A person. People who are overly time-oriented have a greater risk of cardiovascular and other health problems than more patient individuals. Excessive time urgency is not conducive to effective stress mastery, since one is constantly keeping one's body at high anxiety and stress levels. So individuals who perceive life in a time urgent way tend to engage in self-defeating behaviors and thoughts such as being excessively worried about schedules, keeping overly tight deadlines, rushing when rushing is not necessary, and doing several activities at the same time, and not taking the time to really enjoy work or play or life. It's often called, as I mentioned, hurry sickness. Uh, Hurry sickness is excessive time urgency, and it means being tied to the clock and trying to do too many things at once. Now, everyone knows if you try to do too many things at once, everything suffers. Uh, By doing things too fast or doing too much at one time, you reduce your effectiveness. If possible, recognize that working too fast can result in errors and lower quality work. Remember the adage, the hurrier I go, the behinder I get. It's usually true. Pushing yourself to always meet the deadline, to constantly be on time, even when being on time is not necessary, places tremendous stress on your mind and body. Time-oriented people often have a fear of being rejected or not being accepted for who they are. As with perfectionism, letting go is key to your success. If you cannot meet the deadline, let go and and do your best. Time-oriented people live in the future and not in the present. They seldom notice the roses along the path of life since their eyes are always on the goal. Well, that results in them putting themselves under great stress. It's not incompatible to be goal-oriented and have a proper sense of time. Balance is the key here. 
time-oriented people cover their anxiety with a flurry of activity. When they stop what they are doing, they feel guilty and consequently begin the vicious cycle all over again. So here are some things you can do to help time urgency. You and only you create time pressure. You can make time your enemy or your friend. When time is your friend, you take a more relaxed approach to work or play. If you make time your enemy, you see time being drained from you and your fear increases. So does your anxiety. So does your heart rate, etc., etc. Excessive time urgency is a problem in thinking. Everyone has some pressure to get things done. However, if you consider everything is equally urgent, you're likely to experience stress problems. Rethink your view of time, how you relate to it, and what is really important to you. Place events and tasks in proper perspective. Easier said than done, right? Uh, It it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, Definitely does not. but I'm not telling you to change from being a type A personality to a type B personality. It's just putting things in perspective and really analyzing the situation so that you can do things and reduce your stress, accomplish things while keeping your stress level in check. So control your expectations. At the root of this problem is the expectation that you have to always do more. Are you trying to do more than you are reasonably capable of doing? Try to focus on your limitations. Focus on one thing at a time. Deal with fear of failure. Many people with hurry sickness have an intense fear of rejection. Trying to please everyone by rushing to meet others' needs contributes to this problem. For example, if if you have to make all appointments on time, you may have an excessive need to please others. While it is important to be on time for most appointments, not all require a do-or-die attitude. Rushing through traffic, risk life and limb to get to an appointment for for which you'll be just a few minutes late can actually create more problems and be more stressful. So don't confuse the value of timeliness with excessive time urgency. I want you to really understand the difference. Uh, being on time is appropriate. Rushing through everything may be an indication of a deeper problem or simply the inability to plan. Ask what is the worst and best that might happen if you slow down and pace yourself. Based on your answer to this question, you can begin to adjust your behavior and your thinking. More importantly, separate work from play. Keep your work and play separate. Work has more time requirements than play. Think about it. Are you behaving as though social activities are like a meeting or 
a work assignment. So you want to also slow down and listen. Practice doing some things slowly. Not all tasks need to be done quickly. View things from a different perspective, say a child's perspective. Notice how children tend to be unconcerned about time. They play at their pace and live in the present, not the future. Try doing a task without worrying about deadlines, the clock, or when you'll be done with it. Pretend you're, you're a kid with no worries or, or time pressures. You might be surprised at how good you can feel. Interestingly, you may do a better job on the tasks too. When you talk to people, listen more than you talk. Are you listening? <laughs> ah, psychologists know that little is learned when we do the talking. In addition, by listening more and talking less, you slow down and actually hear what a person is saying. Under stress, we reduce our ability to truly interpret what a person is saying. Quiet listening helps reduce this stress. So what I want to do is just recap a couple of things. Remember, you and only you create time pressure. Control your expectations. Deal with fear of failure. Separate work from play. And slow down and listen. All this takes practice. And practice doesn't have to be per make you perfect. Be you. Reduce your stress. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. And thank you for listening to the first mini podcast. Stay well.